Heartweaver, a children's story podcast, season one, episode seven, The Hungriest Fire. Hi, I'm Lauren C. Moy, the amateur heart weaver and the host of this podcast. Today's story deals with a the theme of losing something very important to you. As a child, it's probably something you feel a lot in so many different ways. I remember feeling like my world was ending because my best friend in first grade sat with another girl for three days on the bus. But hopefully through this story, you will learn that it's not always as bad as it seems, even if it looks really, really bad at first. Vita loved to watch candle flames dance. The slow dance of a flame flickering from one side to another was calming, but Vita most loved the wild frenzy of a flame being blown in the wind. If there wasn't enough air to make the flame dance, Vita would create it by blowing. Sometimes she blew softly. Other times, she exhaled hard. (gasps) Of course, at some point, she would create a gust of wind too strong and the flame would disappear. It was a fun game. Vita knew that fire could be very dangerous. She was always careful to blow her candle out to extinguish it, as her parents called it when she was completely done. Then she would run off to play some of her other favorite games with her friends. They had a lot of special playing spots in town. There was a colorful community garden full of winding paths that crossed over each other. Vita and her friends would all choose different paths to race along. It was fun to see who would meet again first. Some of the paths went into the woods, and one of these would lead you to a giant three-storied fountain that rained down water into a shallow pool. If you sat on the edge of the water, you could hear a soft metallic gong as the water dripped into its separate stories. Sometimes they carried flowers from another part of the garden to float in its water. The fountain would become a swirling rainbow of color. There was also the library that had once been a stone church building. The library kept the old stained glass windows, and now it was the perfect place to pretend in. They liked to imagine that the building was a castle under attack. They would have to creep quietly as they tried to find the bad guys to defeat. But more special than all the other places was an old tree. It was so large that three girls had to stand fingertip to fingertip to reach all the way around it. The tree had a split in its trunk that led into a hollow room just perfect for one child to squeeze inside. 
For many years, children had drawn and painted on the inside of the tree. And there was even a soft pillow that somebody had squeezed through for sitting on. This was the hiding tree. Vita loved her town. She loved her friends in the garden. She loved the fountain's music and the library's windows. She loved her dancing candles and she loved her life. That's when the hungriest fire attacked her town. It did not come from one of my candles, Vita was quick to explain later. After all, she found the small beginning of the hungry fire already waiting in her backyard when she got home from school. Dad and Mom ran to grab blankets and pots of water. Vita stood against her house, her eyes wide as the fire whooshed and roared. By the time Dad threw a wet blanket on the fire, it had already taken up most of their backyard. It was a very hungry fire. It was heading for her house. As the hungry fire flared and surged closer, Dad grabbed Vita's arms and pulled her. Dad, Mom, and Vita ran to the front of their home. Neighbors joined them on the road. It's out of control, one of them shouted. It's going to get the house. Vita's eyes widened. Her home? What about her toys and her books? The wind rushed against the flames. And that's all it took for the hungry fire to spread to her neighbor's yards. The fire wasn't going to be satisfied with just her home. The hungry fire swept from one neighborhood to another. It chased Vita, her family, neighbors, and friends. The hungry fire turned into the hungriest fire. And one by one, the hungriest fire attacked all of Vita's special spots. She tried to watch as she ran, but she couldn't see what exactly happened to them. Was that large orange blaze on top of the hiding tree? A cloud of smoke drifted into her path. She gagged and then coughed. <laughs> her eyes stung. She held her long sleeve shirt up to her face to breathe through and kept running. Finally, they crossed the fire break. A long time ago, somebody had thought to cut down a wide ring of trees to circle their town's boundaries. They stood outside this ring now, watching as the hungriest fire stuffed itself on everything they owned. Strangers from nearby towns arrived with blankets, tents, and food. Some opened up their homes so Vita's townspeople could have shelter. Vita's family chose to stay camped outside the fire break. Sometimes the hungriest fire tried to leap across the gap. And when that happened, the adults beat it back with blankets and water. On the first night, the hungriest fire almost escaped its cage. Vita and her family prepared the run, but the last minute, the adults managed to beat it back. It never gained the strength needed to break loose. And on the third day, the hungriest fire finally burned itself out. Vita's townspeople voted to enter the town together as one family suffering through a tragedy. They found a town devoid of all beauty. Every last flower of the garden was gone. 
Without the plants, the zigzaggy paths Vita and her friends loved to run on were impossible to find. A large chunk of the forest was now charred black, and one tree had fallen just right to catch the fountain. It was now split in half. No water would ever run through it again. Even the library, made of stone, had been hurt by the hungriest fire. Several of the stones that built its wall had cracked from the heat of the flames, and one chunk of wall teetered, threatening to fall without the support it most needed. Vita's home and room were unrecognizable. She had no bed to return to, no doll to snuggle close to at night. She had none of her special treasures. In the hiding tree, the adults decided that its charred and wounded trunk would now be a danger to little children instead of a safe place to play. Somebody cut down what remained of the hiding tree. Vita's world was over. She hated the hungriest fire. She even hated the thought of her dancing candle flame. The hungriest fire had ruined the life that she loved and Vita would never have fun again. Except that wasn't true. Not even the hungriest fire was strong enough to ruin her life forever. While it might have taken her home, her favorite spot in her entire town, it could never take Vita's spirit. The strangers from other towns helped them to rebuild. Homes and stores and school and churches were carefully and lovingly constructed. The water became clean again. Children began to smile, laugh, and play. And one day, not too long after the fire, plants began to grow again. The garden came back to life, and with the plants, even the beloved zigzaggy paths reappeared. New flowers sprouted, grew, and eventually unfolded color back into the world. A new fountain was bought for the woods. The townspeople even improved on that spot. They surrounded the new fountain with flowering trees and bushes. That spot in the woods became a place so special and magical that if you sat quite long enough, you could almost hear fairies whispering. One day, Vita visited the stump of the hiding tree to think about the hungriest fire and how scary it had been. But most of all, Vita thought about her dancing candle flames. Her gust of wind had to feel like a huge and inescapable storm to the candle flame. Yet to Vita's outside view, it was this dangerous storm that made the candle dance so beautifully. Vita wanted to be just like a candle flame. Standing in the old hiding spot at the stump, she closed her eyes and danced. And when she finally stopped dancing, she noticed a strong little tree sprout growing outside of the stump. Vita smiled as she gently touched one of the leaves. It was the same green in shape that the hiding tree's own leaves had once been. The tree may never have a hiding spot like its mother, and it would be different, but it would grow in this special spot. 
the hungriest fire could not extinguish Vita's joy. No terrible thing could ever do that. The end. This is Lauren C. Moyigan, and I hope you enjoyed my story, The Hungriest Fire. I can't make bad things not happen in this world, but I can promise you that bad things don't have to ruin your life forever. There'll be new things to find, new things that make you smile, new things that make you laugh. And if you can just be brave and put your feet one after another, one day you'll see that that terrible thing became something